0: Provoke divine interventions, right? Every time you go through a situation, you feel like you need some urgent help. We need some urgent help from God. What will you do? You may think that I need a divine intervention in this situation. Without this divine intervention, I will not be able to move. The situation looks like a dead situation. The situation looks like it is dried up. That is, it is finished. All I need is a divine intervention. So what should I do to provoke this divine intervention in my life? You know, as you learn these secrets, you need to use them in your life. Say, use them. You cannot be without like listening to it and then not using you to it, listening to it and not applying to it. So be like a child. And when you learn this, tell God, I'm going to apply these things in my life and I'm going to see divine interventions in all my situations. Right? If you don't apply these things in your life, we will not be able to see results. So today, make a decision that God, I am going to apply whatever I read. I'm going to apply and I'm going to see divine interventions. Hallelujah. In everything that we do, many times we have demonic interventions. But tell God, I want to see divine interventions in my life. Amen. So these are the keys for divine interventions. Number one, to provoke divine interventions, the key is prayer. Let us turn to you. Just note down these verses. Acts chapter 12, verses 5 to 11. Acts chapter 12, verses 5 to 11. But today, I'm just going to read... Acts chapter 12, verse 5. Never mind. Acts chapter 2, 12, verse 5. So Peter was kept in prison, but earnest prayer, sir, say earnest prayer. Earnest prayer for him was made to God by the church. See, what is an earnest prayer? Earnest prayer is a prayer that comes from a heart that is engaged with God. Right? What is an earnest prayer? A earnest, an earnest prayer is a prayer that, is, that comes from your heart. You know, many times when you look at your prayer, it can be just a, just a normal routine. God, I want to pray today. It has to be, it is my duty to pray. I have to finish my prayer routine, so I pray. You know, but here it says the earnest prayer, it has to come from a heart that is engaged with God. You know, your prayer should never be a mindless prayer. Your prayer should always be an earnest prayer that is comes that comes with a focus that God, I am praying and this is an earnest prayer. And the Bible here tells us in verse 5, earnest prayer was made. In another version it says, constant prayer. So when you make an earnest prayer or a constant prayer, that provokes divine intervention. Verse 7, we can see what was the divine intervention that happened to them. And behold, an angel of the Lord. Right? We will be very happy to see an angel. When you see an angel, definitely there will not be any fear when you see an angel. Right? So when you see an angel, it says that the church prayed earnest prayer. So today you want to see divine interventions in your life. You want to see angels appearing in your life. The key is pray. An angel of the Lord stood next to him. And the light shone in the cell. He struck Peter on the side and woke him up saying, get up quickly. And the chains fell off his hands. Divine interventions when you pray. Amen. Divine interventions when you pray. You need to know that God, I'm going to come with an earnest prayer. You know, the Bible tells us the earnest prayer of a righteous It is very powerful. It is very effective. But the key is the earnest prayer. Let us make a decision from today onwards. God, every time when I want to go and pray, my prayer will come out from my heart that is connected, that is engaged with God. It will not be a routine. It will not be a normal prayer. It will not be just words that I'm throwing into the air. It will be that earnest prayer so that I want to see divine interventions in every area of my life. When you pray, angels will appear. If you don't believe, nothing is going to happen. But those who believed, you will see angels. I want to see divine interventions in my life. Another example is in Acts chapter 16, verse 25 to 26. In midnight, Paul and Silas were praying. Say praying. Can you see how important is praying? Midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them, and suddenly there was a great earthquake. Divine interventions. Divine interventions. So that the foundations of the prisons were shaken and immediately all the doors, say all the doors, all the doors were opened and everyone's bonds were unfastened. See here, here we see that they were praying in the midnight and there was an earthquake, right? Right? There was a divine intervention and what, was the, what happened when there was a divine intervention? All the doors opened. Amen. All the doors opened and not only the doors opened, everyone else who were in chains were released. Hallelujah. So today, what doors are you expecting God to open for you? It could be doors of opportunities. It could be doors of business. It could be doors of connections. It could be doors of work, healing, so many doors. But today, as you pray... As you pray, imagine there's going to be earthquake. There is all the doors that you are expecting are going to open right now in Jesus' mighty name. Pray for divine interventions. Pray for divine interventions. Lord, I want to see divine interventions in my life. So when you pray, all doors will open. Amen. Amen. When you pray, every door will open. You need to know that God, I'm going to believe for this. I'm going to believe for this. You know, sometimes when you know that the Bible tells us when Paul and Silas prayed, all the doors open and everyone who is connected with them delivered. Hallelujah. So all you need to do is you pray. Whoever is connected with you, their chains will break. It doesn't matter whether they are believing or not. But when you pray, there are divine interventions. Hallelujah. Right? Many times you may say that, God, I don't know what to pray. Pray. You may say that I don't know what to do. Pray. In this situation, regardless of what situation, pray. Amen. Especially engaging the spirit first, say the spirit first, the spirit first. So as you pray in the spirit, so every situation, whatever you go through, you need to learn to pray in the spirit first, say spirit first, right? If you are not able to pray in the spirit today, you pray that I want to pray in the spirit, Lord. Amen. I need to know. I need to move in this where God says that when you pray in the spirit, you know what happened? The Holy Spirit will bring you scriptures to your remembrance. So when you pray in the spirit, as you pray in the spirit, when you start to receive scriptures, you will speak scriptures when you pray. And that is divine interventions. Pray. When you pray, When you pray, angels will appear. When you pray, all doors will be opened. When you pray, people who are connected with you will be delivered. When you pray, you will see breakthroughs after breakthroughs, but you need to pray. The key is pray. Right? So you need to understand that God, before when you start praying, pray in the spirit. Say, pray in the spirit. Everyone learn to pray in the spirit. You know, there is a dimension of victory that you will never be able to command if you are not able to pray in the spirit. So every one of you learn to pray in the spirit. If you have received a bad report, if you have received something that is not right in your spirit, but right now you say that I am going to pray in the spirit and I'm going to see divine interventions in all my situations. Hallelujah. Amen. Right. So note down these verses, Psalms 18. You go back home, you read this whole chapter of Psalms 18. Right? Will you do it? Psalms 18, verse 3. I read verse 3. I call upon the Lord. In your prayer, you call upon the Lord. When you pray, you call upon the Lord. Who is worthy to be praised and I am saved from my enemies. I call upon my Lord. So what happens when you call? Psalms 18, verse 13 to 14. Divine Intervention. The Lord also thundered in the heavens and the Most High uttered his voice, hailstones and coals of fire and he sent out his arrows and scattered them. All your enemies, whatever coming against you right now, when you call upon the Lord, when you pray, He sent out his arrows and scattered them. Don't you see the divine intervention? Hallelujah. The last verse, 47 and 48. Psalms 18, 47 and 48. There is so many things in Psalms 18. Please go back home and read. He is the God who pays back those who harm you. He subdues the nations under me and rescues me from my enemies. You hold me safe beyond the reach of my enemies. You hold me safe. He holds you safe beyond the reach of your enemies. You save me from violent opponents. This is divine interventions. To provoke divine interventions, you need to pray. What do you need to do? Pray, say pray. Number two, what you need to do: engage praise for divine interventions. Praising, you know, praise can be an instrument for warfare. Praises can increase that you. you, It can be an instrument of faith, you know. Praises will activate a mighty presence of God in your life. Amen. Right. But you need to learn to praise Him in every situation. Praise Him. If you are down, praise Him. If you are happy, praise Him. If you receive a good report, praise Him. If you receive a bad report, praise Him. If you see any pain in your body, praise Him. If you receive healing in your body, praise Him. You know, you need to learn to praise Him in all your situation. If you are in your mountaintop, praise Him. If you are in the valley, praise him. Eh, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, praise him. Keep praising him. Keep praising Him. You know, praises, praises. You know, when you praise, you can't just stand and praise. Like Psalms 22 verse 3, it says, But you are holy, enthroned in the praises of Israel. In another version it says, enthroned in the praises of His people. So you see that He is enthroned in the praises of Fiona. Right? So when you praise He's enthroned in the praises. Bible talks about dancing in the presence. The Bible talks about clapping hands in the presence. The Bible talks about lift up your holy hands in his presence when you praise. When you praise, there is divine intervention. So how these divine interventions happen? You praise, he's enthroned in the praises of his people. There is a mighty presence of God released when you praise. Psalms 67 verse 5 to 6. Let the people praise. Say let the people praise. Let the people praise you. O God, let all the people praise you. Then the earth shall yield her increase. God, our own God, shall bless us. Hallelujah. You want to see an increase in everything that you do. What do you need to do? You want to see an increase, praise. It says, let the people praise and God shall bless us. Amen. Divine interventions. Divine interventions happen when you praise. So start praising God in all your situation. As you praise you will see everything turning around for you. Amen. Every situation is turning around for you. You know, praise God to create your testimony. Now you don't see a testimony. Now you don't see a breakthrough. But when you start to praise God, when you see divine interventions going into deeper places where no one can go, where no one can open this thing, when, when. where every doors have been shut. But when you praise, when you praise, you are going to see divine interventions. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God to create your testimony. Amen. Praise God today. Start praising God. God, I'm not going to give up believing. I'm going to start praising God. I'm going to start praising God. You know, the enemy has said that this is shut. It's not going to open. It is dead. But start praising God for that situation. Start praising God for that situation. And tell that I am going to create a testimony in my life by praising God. Hallelujah. That is what God desires right now. You know, praise. Let my people praise. Let my people praise. One of the most powerful weapon that a believer has is praise. That is the most powerful weapon that the believer has because in every situation when you learn to praise you will automatically see divine interventions. Nothing is going right in my life but I am going to praise. Everything is going, looking not right in my life but I am going to praise. Praise is the powerful weapon that you have. You may be tired Tired of believing. You may, you may be telling God, I'm, I'm so tired of praying. Praise. Just start praising God. Just start praising every tiredness it will leave. Because praise, in the Bible it says sacrifice of praise. Say sacrifice of praise. So when you are tired, you sacrifice your sleep and you praise. There is divine interventions. It's a sacrifice of praise. You will see divine interventions. There is nothing the devil can do to a person who is full of praise. Amen. He cannot do anything to you if you are full of praise. Nothing, nothing the enemy can do. Full of praise. What does it mean? No complaints. No murmurings. Right? Nothing. No negative words. Full of praise. Say full of praise. Amen. Right? So for divine interventions, what is the first thing you need to do? Pray. Earnest prayer. Earnestly your heart connected with God. Number two, praise. 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 He enthrones in the praises of his people. Number three, for a divine intervention seed. A seed is always a sacrifice. Psalms 50 verse 5 Gather to me my faithful ones who made a covenant with me by sacrifice who made a covenant with me by sacrifice. You know, whenever you talk about sowing, whenever you talk about seed, this word, this giving has been abused many times from the Christian circle. Abused by the Christian circle. Whenever somebody talks about giving, whenever somebody talks about seed, The enemy has got his way by saying that, hey, when someone talks about seed, when someone talks about sowing, they are manipulating you to get your money. They are wrong. How many of you have heard about this? Because the enemy doesn't want you to prosper. The enemy wants you to fail in life in every area of your life especially in your finances if you fail in your finances it will lead you to fail in everything that is why it says be faithful in the little when God talks about seed when God talks about sowing he says that is the least that you can be faithful So when we are not able to be faithful in that least, which means we are not able to experience the blessing in all the other areas of our life. Can you see? Can you see that? So that is why the enemy every time, see there are people who will manipulate you to get your money. So, you must know where to sow your seed. Every time you have a situation that you feel only an intervention from God can change, that is the best time for you to sow a seed. So, how are you going to sow a seed? Many times we sow a seed out of abundance. There's so much. I just take a 10 ringgit. Hey, this is my seed. You know, It doesn't cause any purpose. A seed, when you sow, it has to speak for you. Your seed has to speak. Your seed has to bring a divine intervention. Why? When you sow a seed, you have to give specific instruction to your seed. A specific instruction. You must say that, God, this is my sacrifice. This is my seed that I'm sowing. I need a divine intervention in my finances. And you are going to speak an instruction. What is this seed for? You don't just simply sow a seed and throw it and go. No, you are going to tell your seed, this is my seed. And my seed is going to speak for me. And this is the instruction that I'm sending my seed with. Hallelujah. Amen. You know what? Your seed, when it comes, the woman with the alabaster flask, she brought it. It was a sacrifice. It was her everything. It was her everything. But when she broke it at the feet of Jesus, she said, I'm giving everything. That is our God, a sacrifice of, of when you sow your seed. You know, if you just sow your money, what happens? That is bribery. You cannot bribe God. Say, I cannot bribe God. Nobody can outgive God, right? Nobody can outgive. How much you can give? You, see, you can say that, hey, I'm the, I'm the highest type payer in this house. For God, it is Nothing. It is nothing. You cannot just think that I'm going to sow and then I'm going to go and and sow a seed and that's it. No, it is a bribery. You cannot bribe God. Your seed has to speak for you. When you sow your seed, can your seed speak for you? The blood of Abel spoke from the place where it was buried. Today, you ask God, God, what is the kind of seed that I have sown? That there will be a divine intervention. Hallelujah. You need to believe God for a divine intervention. Amen. You understand what I'm telling you? You're very quiet. All right. Believe God. Believe God. You know, you need a revelation for sowing seed. Not everyone can sow seed. It has to come out of a revelation. Not because somebody is teaching you. Somebody is telling, I want to give it a try. No. Tell God, let that be a revelation, Lord. Let it be a revelation. Connect your faith with a seed and you will see a divine intervention. Amen. Psalms 126, verse 5 and 6. Those who sow in tears... Who will sow in tears when you don't have enough? You know, God, I'm sowing in tears. Tears coming, God, not enough. Sow in tears, shall reap with shouts of joy. Say shouts of joy. He who goes out weeping, bearing the seed, you're holding, bearing the seed for sowing. You are weeping, shall come home with shouts of joy, bringing his sheaves with him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you see what your seed can do? Divine interventions. Your seed can give divine interventions. You know, the Bible tells us he gives you seed to sow. He gives you seed to sow. right? 2 Corinthians 9.10 That is divine intervention. He gives you seed to sow is divine intervention. 2 Corinthians 9.10 He who supplies seed to the sower. If you are a sower he will give you seed. If you are not a sower can you see seed in your hand? No. You understand now? People are crying, God, I don't have a seed to, to sow. Hey, that's a lie. No, the word of God can never lie because he says that I give seed to the sower and bread for food will supply. Oh, sorry, the bre- and bread for food. That means you have for both to eat and to sow. But what happens? We eat all our seed. We eat all our seed. But here there is a different seed that has been given a seed to sow and bread to eat. And what happens will supply and multiply your seed for sowing. Hallelujah. Multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. Listen carefully, you know, to, to see a multiplication, to see an increase what you need to do, sow your sow. A farmer has a land, but he did not do anything about the land. He had seeds, but he did not sow. After a few months, he goes and sees his land. What happens? How do you think this, that land will be? Do you think there will be plenty of harvest? He can see only dead seeds, Say dead seeds. Today, many Christians are seeing dead seeds in their life. But there is another farmer who has been sowing in January, who has been sowing in February. Who has been sowing in March, April, May, June, July. And now August is coming. Hallelujah. And God says, hey, this is your harvest time. And this person who has been sowing from January to June and July, you know, he will be dancing. He will be singing. Why? Because this is my time of harvest. Because I have sowed a seed. But the person who did not sow on January, who did not sow anything, when August comes, he only sees dead seeds in his hand. Nothing. Your seed has to speak. Your seed has to be, there must be a divine intervention, you know, believe in the power of the seed. You know, I tell you, there is so much power in in seed. If you want to create your future, create your future, the Bible teaches us, sow a seed. That's it. You want to create your future. You know, you don't join with people who speak against seed sowing. You know, you need to start seeing that kind of of a seed that I'm going to sow. Amen? For divine intervention. Say divine interventions. So when you sow your seed, your seed leaves you. Listen to this point. You know, your seed leaves you and it will increase and wait for you in the future. You understand what I'm telling? Now you are sowing in tears. You are weeping and sowing. But it leaves you and it goes into the future increased and it is waiting for you in the future. There will never be a lack for you. Let your speak, seed speak for you. Make sure to give instruction for your seed. Will you do that? Give instruction. This is my seed. It's going to work. What is the first one for divine intervention? Praise. Second one? Praise. Third one? And the last one? The prophetic Will provoke divine interventions. Prophetic will provoke divine interventions. Prophetic will provoke divine interventions. The prophetic is given to help believers rise up from your situation. Prophetic has been given to walk into the purpose of God in your life. Let us turn to Isaiah chapter 42 verse 22. But this is a people Plundered and looted They are all of them Trapped in holes and hidden In prisons They have become plunder, With no one To rescue Spoiled with no one to To say Restore To say Restore To say Rise up to say, arise and shine. To say, come out from your bondage. A prophetic will provoke divine interventions. No one to say, restore. You know, prophetic is very powerful. One more verse, Hosiah chapter 12, verse 12 to 13. Jacob fled to the land of Aram. There Israel saved for a wife, sorry, served for a wife, and for a wife he guarded sheep. By a prophet, say by a prophet. The Lord brought Israel up from Egypt and by a prophet he was. Jacob was delivered by a prophet. He was brought out of Egypt by a prophet. He, by a prophet, he was guarded. Prophetic will provoke divine interventions. Every season in the life of Jesus, when he was born, prophetic words have been spoken over his life. When he was a baby, Simeon spoke a prophetic word. When he was a baby, you know, prophetess Anna spoke a prophetic word over him. And when he was about to start his ministry, John the Baptist spoke the prophetic word. The voice was spoken over him. Today, tell God that I want to listen to that voice. That provokes divine interventions in my life. You know prophetic means it reveals. Say reveals. It reveals and what does it do? It creates. It creates your future. A prophetic doesn't only reveal what happened to your past. It also tells you what you need to do in your future. It creates your future. Can you create your future today? Can you create your future today? So you need to speak over your life. You need to speak over your life. Prophetic, it strengthens, it strengthens your faith. Prophetic, it gives you hope. Prophetic, it gives you direction. You need to know that prophetic can make things happen in my life. Hallelujah, hallelujah. It can make things happen in my life. Like if Elijah can come tomorrow by this time. Prophet can speak. You are your own prophet right now. Tomorrow, by this time. What is the first key for divine intervention? Prayer. Second one. Praise. Third one. Seed. Number four. Prophet. Right? Start unlocking the divine interventions.